Today's sponsor is Headspace. You slept every night of your life, so you should be pretty good at it by now, right? Unfortunately, many of us don't get the quality sleep that we need and could use a little bit of help, and that's where Headspace has got you covered. It's your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. And while they have meditations devoted to helping you reduce stress and increase your overall sense of well-being, they have an entire library of sleep stories, sleep music, and other sleep sounds that can help you get the quality sleep you desperately need. And for busy lifestyles, they have what's called wind downs. It's meditations and breathing exercises that are as short as three minutes so they can fit into anybody's schedule. I personally use Headspace myself. I've tried out some of the sleep stuff. It actually works. Like to me, it actually makes a difference. So Headspace, it's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews. That's a lot. And over 60 million downloads. Try it today for free and start sleeping soundly. So right now, our listeners get 30% off Headspace's entire library of meditations. Just go to headspace.com slash sleep pod for 30% off your subscription, but only until May 12th. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash sleep pod today. This is a Smart Passive Income Podcast with Pat Flynn, session number 166. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, who roomed with a ranked Korean ping pong player in college, Pat Flynn. What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here. Thank you so much for joining me today. No guest, just you and me for a little bit. Haven't done one of these in a while but I thought it'd be great to check in mid-year here to talk about goals and to talk about my most recent trip to Ghana. A lot of you might remember an episode we did back in December. For my birthday last year, we did a campaign to raise money to build a school in Africa, in Ghana, through the Pencils of Promise organization, thanks to the inspiration from Adam Braun, the founder of Pencils of Promise, So I said that if we were going to raise $25,000 as a community, all of us at the SPI community, I would match that and we would build two schools. We ended up raising more than $25,000. I matched that and we were able to build a total of two schools plus a little extra. And I just recently went on my trip to Africa and oh my gosh, it was completely life-changing. So I wanted to talk about that experience with you today and share a little bit of, uh, of it with you. You'll see full accounts of it because I actually brought Caleb Wojcik, my video guy from DIYvideoguide.com to film the whole thing. We filmed a ton of content. We learned a lot of things along the way, met a lot of great people, and it put a lot of things into perspective for both of us and for my work on SPI, uh, stuff with my family, and also just what it's really like out there in the world and 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 just what can happen when you just give a little bit and how much that can actually change a person's life even if you don't even know who that person is and even if you can't communicate with them how much of an impact it might have and I'll talk all about that but first I want you to listen to this listening to an actual recording that I took just using my iPhone at one of the welcomings that we had after we arrived on one of the sites. And just to paint a picture here for you, 
we're on this bus. There's about 10 of us donors, donors and family of donors. Uh, Caleb was there with me, a few other, there were other couples, some individuals, and we were literally driving through the jungle. Unpaved roads, the bus driver was amazing. He was going in and out of ditches and we were just bouncing around. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of this grassy area, there's just clearing and there's a building and there's all these children dancing. All of these parents and women and men and elders and babies, just the whole communities came together to welcome us. And it was so amazing. They were in, some of them were in their tribal outfits. A lot of them were in school uniforms. They were dancing, they were singing, they were playing drums. They were just smiles all across their faces just to welcome us. And it, it, it felt like, wow, we actually had an impact and the whole community coming together to thank us. And even though I was there representing SPI, really this was a thank, a, a thanks not just to me for donating and being a part of this, but really I, it, I extend it to you guys. It's a thanks from these people to you because you guys were the ones who donated and helped to create and make all this happen. And so as the music dies down here, because I'm not going to do a whole edited episode like I did in episode 138, that just took like 20 hours to edit just 30 piece, 30 minutes of content. Um, but there will be videos, like I said earlier, Caleb filmed, and those will be likely going live in SPI TV in season two when that comes out in August. So SPI TV is going on a little break. I'm going on some vacations over the summer. My family and I are actually headed to Hawaii probably – uh, by the time you listen to this. And uh, then we're going to Australia as well. Much needed family time now that Keone's out of school and you know our schedule's based on his schedule and the summer's the only time we have all together. Um, yeah, so anyway, going back to the, go, going, going back to that. You'll, you'll see the videos in August, but going back to this welcoming, it was just so incredible. And the fact that these people were so happy that these schools were built was very encouraging and inspiring to see that they were all coming together and, and very thankful for education. And it just showed us how little they had beforehand. And we actually got to drive by some of the old buildings that were their old schools. And you couldn't even really call them buildings because they were literally just, you know, sticks and twigs and, and palm fronds and, and just uh, just terrible conditions for these children. And uh, you'll see some pictures, actually. If you go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash smartpassiveincome, you'll see an album that was recently put up with a lot of the pictures there. So you can actually visualize and see what we're talking about and also see the kids and the smiles on their faces. So I, I'm not gonna talk too long about Ghana here because you'll see a lot of it in the stories that I tell and some of the things I learned um, in SPI TV in August. But again, I just wanted to take this moment to share a little bit of, of that with you uh, the audio there, the the celebration that they had and the welcoming, and just to thank you again all publicly here on SPI for your support. I will be doing it again in the future. A lot of you I know were kind of bummed that you weren't able to participate this time around, but it, it, it made such an impact on me and uh, and a lot of people out there who were involved. I'm, I, I definitely want to do it again. I will be doing other philanthropy uh, down the road as well, both local in the U.S. and other parts of the world too. A lot of people were actually, you know, not to put a negative thing on this, but a lot of people were like, why did you go to Africa? What about our kids here in the US? And I do, I do a lot of philanthropy here. I just don't talk about it. Like I don't feel the need to talk about philanthropy. Like that's not the purpose of doing it. I don't do it to say, hey guys, look at me. No, but I wanted to do this one in this way because I wanted other people to get involved and to show that we can have a massive impact on this world and it doesn't take very much. 
just takes a group coming together for a larger purpose. And I'm very thankful for all of you. I'm very thankful for Adam Braun and Pencils of Promise. Big shout out to Susie Harrison who led the group there. Uh, you'll find a link to her Instagram account on the show notes here, smartpassiveincome.com slash session 166. And again, you'll see the videos in August. So again, thank you all for for allowing me to do that. But I also wanted to share part of it with you. I got to visit the schools that we actually built and it was just amazing. You'll see pictures uh, on Facebook, Facebook uh, facebook.com slash smartpassiveincome. Love you guys. Thank you so much for being so generous. I just, I appreciate it. I mean, there's so many things that are much bigger than us and I want to do more. I want to do more. So so that's that. Uh, more on that coming later. Okay, let's talk about goals, okay? It's mid-year. How are you guys doing with your goals? Hopefully, you heard some episodes earlier in the year when we were first just starting out. And as we all are, we're so excited to get pumping with our goals and what we want to accomplish by the end of the year. But it's a good time and it's a good practice to check in with ourselves and see how we're doing. So I'm going to share some of the goals that I had in the beginning of the year and share how things are going. And uh, it'll kind of give you an insight on where things are headed as well. So this is kind of a, a less strategic, although you might get some strategic information from some of the things I'm going to share. Uh, but, you know, no guest, no kind of, hey, guys, this is what you're going to get out of this and you're going to do this. Hopefully it'll give you some inspiration. But obviously it's always good to check in with you guys as well and just to talk to you. Hopefully you might feel like me and your earbuds right now. We're kind of just sitting next to each other talking to each other. Maybe you're at the gym and I'm helping you, you know, spotting you on that, those 45s that you're, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, goals. Some of the goals that I had for earlier this year was I really wanted to get Food Trucker to a point where then I could let it go for a while. And I, I actually, we just finished product number two. So product number one has done very well, turned, uh, I believe, over twenty-five dollars or $30,000 since its start last year. We just finished product number two, which is called the Food Trucker Growth Kit. The first one is how to start a food truck the definitive guide. This one is the Food Trucker Growth Kit. So those who purchased the book uh, were promoted to, and also those who already have a food truck, this is the book for them. It's how to survive and thrive in the first year or and beyond after starting a food truck. And uh, again, just like the first book, it's made up of a lot of the content that was already published on the site. And that was a thing that I learned back in the past with greenexamacademy.com. A lot of the content that was in that initial ebook that I sold that kind of started this whole journey for me 95% of that book was made up of the content that was on that website already. People will pay for convenience. Plus, there was a lot of bonuses in that as well, just like in this book too. Darren Rouse from problogger.net had a series, a free blog post series, 31 Days to Build a Better Blog, 31DBBB was what it was called. He actually turned that into a book, and that has done really well. The first book for foodtrucker.com, the definitive guide on how to start a food truck, that was made up of blog posts that were published on the site as well. Again, it's a great way to test content, to talk about it, to see what the reaction is like, and also make sure to include what's working and not include what's not working in that book that you eventually sell. And again, like I said, that book's done very well. This one's picking up steam as well, though most of the people who come to the site are looking to start a food truck, but we are promoting this book at a much higher price at three ninety seven. So it's a much higher price, but we feel that this is gonna be the right way to go about it because people who start a food truck, they obviously have a lot of money or relatively speaking, a lot of money to get a food truck up and running. They have some business expenses and we feel like three ninety seven dollars or four ninety seven, dollars depending on the package, is a very reasonable price for what they're gonna get out of it. 
We also feel like it's a great B2B transaction, whereas the other one is more B2C, if that makes sense. Um, but it's doing very well, and I'm very, very happy because we're at a point now with product number one and number two done, both of them sort of go together, where I pulled the team back from Food Trucker because we're gonna be taking a little bit of time off this summer, like I said, but also refocusing the team's effort, the team that have built over the past year on more SPI-related things. I've been doing a lot of things on foodtrucker.com, a lot of things on securityguardtraininghq.com. Over the last year, I have another update for you for that as well. But I need to start focusing more on SPI-related stuff because there's a lot of holes. There are a lot of holes, and that's one of the major goals that I had this year that I haven't started yet, but it wasn't planned to start until Q3, so we're there, and we're just getting started, and that is an SPI, or Smart Passive Income, brand audit and rebranding. Now, that doesn't mean everything's gonna change completely, but what it essentially means is it's going to be a lot cleaner, and the experience through all of the parts, all of the legs of Smart Passive Income, including the blog, the podcast, SPI TV, Ask Pat, it's gonna be a little bit more cohesive, and it's gonna be a little bit more strategic in terms of what I want people to do. Now, what do I want people to do? I want people to subscribe to my email list, and from there, you're gonna see a much better flow through the emails that people get and where I direct people. Right now, just being honest, it's absolutely terrible. I switched recently knowing that these things were gonna happen in the future and I have some other things I'm gonna share that go along with this, but a lot of you have even pointed this out that you saw that I switched from AWeber to Infusionsoft for my email service provider. And the reason I did that is because I'm planning for the future. And in terms of the flow that people go through when they come on my site, depending on where they come from, what they're interested in, they're gonna get shared and shown different things related to what their interests are. So this is gonna turn into, instead of sequence-based email marketing, it's gonna turn into action-based email marketing and promotion and value provi providing and things like that. So instead of just people subscribe and then on day two they get the email number, you know, the next day they get email number one, the next day they get email number two, the next week they get email number three. Now it's when people do this, they get this email. When people do this action, they get this email, they get this product, they get this book, they get this whatever. It's gonna be a lot more, I guess the best way to say it is precise. Uh, I've talked about this with some of my uh, mastermind group and then they agree. This is about time uh, for a brand like like the brand that I have with you know, four million uh, unique visits a, a year and, and things like that. Um, it's about time, it's about time. And a lot of people who are in the mastermind groups that I'm in said, Pat, you're finally growing up. And I feel like I'm at the point now where I am growing up with, with my blog. And it's not just a blog anymore, it's a complete brand. Like I said, all those different parts of the brand. But right now they're very, it's, it's put together in a very Frankenstein sort of way. And one of the goals this year was to make it cohesive and make it clean and again, make it more direct and precise in terms of what I want people to do and where people go. Right now, the email list, even though it's switched over to Infusionsoft, it's still being used like AWeber where it's, you know, they're getting emails sequentially based uh, on when they subscribe, not what they do because the, all the pieces aren't in place yet. Uh, but switching over to Infusionsoft and getting things set up and starting to tag people based off of where they end up subscribing and what they download, that's already happening. And that is uh, that means I've met my goal for the first half of the year. Um, so that's great, that's great. Second half, half of the year, the rebranding, probably in the next couple months, and then uh, a really, really strategic look into the workflow of my emails, and then also books and courses that are coming out. Yep, 
It's about time again for this, but a lot of people have been demanding this for me for the longest time, and I'm al- I've always been sending people off to other people's courses, sending people off to other people's books, and uh, you know, the only book I have now is Let Go, and I don't have any products of my own. Actually, I have the Smart Podcast Player, but that's, again, something else on the side, and that has been doing very well, and that was a major focus, and uh, some goals that were met in the first half of the year with that as well, but uh, you know, it's about time I come out with my own products, and you know, I, this is the first time I'm, I'm going to mention this, and I haven't mentioned this publicly before, and I, I wanted to kind of see what the reaction was like from the people who were involved with this first before I shared it with the public. But I, again, I'm always honest and transparent with you guys. I'm going to share up front. And this was a major, not, not a major fail because it was, it was a win. It was a win when it came out. But the way I thought it was going to go, it didn't work out that way. And in that regard, it was a fail in my eyes. What am I talking about? I'm talking about something called Breakthrough Blogging. Breakthrough Blogging was a course that I came out with a few years back. It came out with, uh, and it coincided with a promotion through only 72. And so it came out with a few other courses as well. There was a deal that you can get, you can get all these courses and breakthrough blogging was a part of it. And I wanted to use only 72's promotion and this sort of little beta group to experiment with this membership site, which was very much sort of like a lot of the sites that you see out there today, Internet Business Mastery Academy or fizzle.co, where it's a one login, you get in there and there's, videos, there's coursework, there's interviews, there's all these resources to help you through building your online business. And I had built it in such a way where it was tackling a lot of the problems that people faced when they started blogging. And a lot of people talked about the things to do, but not a lot of people were talking about a lot of the problems and the situations that would arise. And I created a whole massive load of videos to share how to break through those problems. And I sold it. I sold it and it did very well. It did very well. A few hundred users within those three days. Again, only 72 because it was called, it was called only 72 because that promotion was only available for 72 hours. But I got those users in there. Everybody loved it. Everybody loved it. Everybody loved the videos. The, the community was great. There was a forum in there as well. There was uh, something in there that actually was the, uh, f- sort of the first idea before, th- this was before Ask Pat was there, but we had put a tool in that uh, membership site where people could ask me a question and then other people could sort of vote up those questions and then that would help me figure out what I should create videos about next. And that was great. So that was sort of the first rendition of Ask Pat, I guess you could say, or the first sort of iteration of it uh, back, in, back in the past. But my goal was to continually post videos, to create courses in there, just like the guys over at fizzle.co do very well and the people at Internet Business Mastery, Jason and Jeremy, they do a great job of that. And I wanted to, to model that. I, I modeled it because it was great and it worked out for them. And my goal was to reopen this once I worked with the beta users to work out the kinks and to add more courses and to, uh, you know, it was gonna be a recurring payment monthly model and it was gonna be super high value. But you know what? Over time, I found it was very, very hard for me to keep up and to continue to post videos and to have the energy and the motivation to do that. And as much as the people who were in that course enjoyed the videos that were there, um, I, I didn't post anymore. The forums as active as they were in the beginning, they started to not be quite as active and it kind of just kind of died out. And it became this great stagnant still resource for people who needed help and people were still using it over time, but it didn't become what I had envisioned it was going to become, which was a completely active community and 
one where videos would consistently be uploaded. And I found out that that's just not a way I find that I teach very well in that way. And it's interesting because I learn very well in that way, joining communities like Fizzle.co and Internet Business Mastery Academy and others like it. But in terms of how I teach and what I teach, that one login, get everything you need business model was just not working out well for me. Now, a few things to mention here. Hopefully this shows you that I don't always get it right. A lot of people think that, oh my gosh, Pat Flynn, everything you touch turns into gold. Well, no, it doesn't. And I do make a lot of mistakes. And this this wasn't a mistake. It's just this experiment and, and seeing that this was the model uh, that everybody else was doing and trying it out, I actually found that it wasn't the model for me. And so actually this has not been announced before, but just recently within the, lap, within the past three months, uh, finally after a few years, I ended up reaching out to everybody who was a member and telling them that I was going to decommission it. So I was gonna, it was going to go away. And the reason for that decision was because with this new rebranding and all these other things that are going to happen with SPI in the future, this thing, Breakthrough Blogging, that was there, which sort of became this kind of, you know, remembrance of something that didn't work out. I wanted to not just, I don't want to say get rid of it, but, you know, kind of have closure with it, if you will, and kind of move on from it and also be it a lesson for me as I move into the future. And I'll get into what's happening in the future with SPI uh, down the road which is a lot different, and you'll see how it kind of relates to that. But I haven't mentioned this before. I mentioned to everybody that I was going to decommission it, that it was going to end on a specific date. So we let everybody go in and download all the files they wanted to if they hadn't gotten into it already. But I also shared that if they didn't feel like they got value out of it, they felt like they didn't get their, money, their money's worth, which I know a lot of people did. But if they didn't feel like they, they, they got their money's worth and if they feel, felt let down from what I had offered and what I had envisioned for it and what actually happened, that I would give them a refund. Three years later, two or three years later, I can't even remember because it was so long ago now, but uh, I actually offered a refund. And that's quite unheard of in this space, offering a refund on something that nobody's actually demanding a refund for, but it was something that happened such a long time ago. And... I did it for a few reasons. One, I, I definitely wanted to make it right with people who may have felt like they didn't get a lot out of it or they didn't get what they expected. And there were, you know, less than a handful of people who replied after I sent that um, message, a video message to everybody about in, in announcing this refund. Uh, there were a few people who were like, Pat, like, I, you know, I thought it just died out. I was kind of disappointed. And, you know, I'm really thankful that you actually reached out. But I, I was disappointed. So it was kind of, you know, heartbreaking for me to hear that. But I, but I, but again, this was part of the reason why I offered it. Uh, some people said, hell no, I'm not getting a refund because I did enjoy it and I got what I needed out of it. A lot of people actually got a lot of breakthroughs out of it too, which was great. And again, it just reminded me that, you know, it was built in a great way. It did provide value, but again, it wasn't what I had expected it to be. And I was worried that it wasn't what others had expected it to be. And like I said, it wasn't uh, for some people. And uh, a few others quietly re requested the refund, which was fine. And again, uh, that, that, that's totally cool. Uh, but a majority of the people who were in there said, no, dude, uh, thank you, but no. And, and, and that was kind of cool. Uh, so I just wanted to share that with you and, um, hopefully that might give you some thoughts on, okay, you know, if I'm trying to do this right. 
trying to do this right. And I, and I know I have, uh, through a lot of conversations that I've been having with people, through a lot of conversations I've been having, not just with my mastermind group and people who are successful in the online business, but a lot of people who are in my audience uh, in the SPI community. I reach out to people via email every once in a while. I love to get on Skype and chat with people, just random people in my audience, just to talk to them about my different ideas, to get their, engage their reactions. I, I recommend you do that too with your audience. And... So what's going to happen in the future and something that we're working toward uh, in the later half here of this year and also in the beginning of next year is I'm going to be coming out and I've already been working on this uh, books and books that are very specific to very specific uh, or uh, very books that are specific solutions to very specific problems that people are having when building an online business. And I'm not going to reveal what these specific problems and these solutions are right now, but it is making it so much easier for me in my head to wrap my head around the future of SPI and the branding of it and what it's going to look like in the future and how the blog is going to reflect that, how I'm going to promote it, what it's going to look like, how these books are going to help people, the value I can provide, the interviews that I'm going to do that go along with them, the research that I have to do with them. Instead of a one-stop shop like what Breakthrough Blogging was going to be, uh, this is a, hey, here's this book, here's this problem that you have, and here's the solution for it. It's making it so much clearer for me. And to go along with those books, there's also going to be courses that are relevant to them or related to them uh, that coincide with each of those books and those problems. So I'm very, very excited because this world of online business, I mean, there's a lot involved. And some people might be more interested in one part of it and not of another. Or there might be something that people have a big problem on, but they got everything else good. So in this way, I feel like it's much better than what Breakthrough blogging was in my head going to become because this is now an a la carte situation and going into the Infusionsoft and the email marketing, you think about it, what can happen, there are a lot of moments where when people get one thing, they could perhaps get opportunities to get others at discount prices or get involved with some of the other ones that are related to it and things like that as opposed to, hey guys, here's this one thing this is the thing I'm promoting all the time and now I'm adding this to it, but it's still the same thing and uh, trying to keep up with it and trying to add more and more and more over time, it's just not the right thing for me and I feel like it's not the right thing for my audience as well. So the way I'm approaching it is one solution for one specific problem and uh, it's not going to be recurring payment, which is like, I guess, part of my draw for a uh, membership site and, and recurring payment uh, platform like it, like Breakthrough Blogging was. But I think this is going to better serve my audience, and I feel that um, it's going to better serve my brain and my mind in, uh, as far as moving forward and making sure that I'm always keeping my eye on the, on the ball and always helping you out as, as best as I can. So just wanted to be clear with you on, on that and, and the plans moving forward. Again, it might be a little unclear on exactly how that's going to look like, but we've got it all laid out, and I'm really excited. Again, it's for me, and hopefully for you, you can learn from this, even though there's a lot of things that I could talk about one at a time one at a time. The One Thing by Jay Popson and Gary Keller. I have that book right in front of me every single day here on my desk because I want it to remind me to just focus on one at a time. This is a long-term game and I hope you're in it too for the long term. And so you'll see as these come out and as you know, I only want to come out with as much value as I can for you, you're going to see that these are unlike anything else, uh, that anybody in the space is doing. And, you know, I'm taking a little bit more time to plan and st to strategize beforehand so we don't run into any problems and run into any 
uh, sort of mistakes or pulling back like we did before. So, you know, this this online business thing and figuring out your audience, figuring out what works for you, sometimes it's going to take some shipping and, and pulling back. You know, shipping and recalls, as, as uh, Seth Godin says, you, you just want to ship, but sometimes you might ship the wrong thing and you might have to do a recall and uh, figure things out and, and then reship again later after you learn from what you've experienced in the past. So again, that's where I'm headed in the future. Now let's talk about some other goals that I had uh, at the beginning of the year here. Uh, One Day Business Breakthrough Live was amazing, doing very well. Uh, the podcast that came out in February was amazing with Chris Ducker, and then we did our live event in April. That's done very well. If you'd like, if you'd like to actually download the recordings of that event, you can go to onedaybb.com slash download. Again, onedaybb.com slash download. They're there for sale, same price as before, and uh, a lot of you missed that and, and didn't get an opportunity to check it out, but it's over 10 hours of content. You can check it out there, onedaybb.com slash download. Uh, but, but that went over very well. We met all our goals with that, which is great. I also am very happy with the progress of SPI TV. Like I said, we're coming out with season two in August. We wouldn't be doing that if season one didn't go well. So season one was amazing, hundreds of thousands of views. And it's interesting because a lot of the views are coming from iTunes, the iTunes podcast. Now, you might think that the podcast on iTunes is doing very well, the video podcast, because I already have a listening podcast with my audio podcast. And that's partly true. It's easy It's easy for you, for those of you who are listening on your iPhones and on your uh, desktops through iTunes right now, uh, it's very easy for you to just click a few clicks over to SPI TV and, and subscribe from there and get the episodes downloaded to you from there, which is understandable, obviously very easy. But Caleb Wojcik, and we mentioned this on the episode when we were talking about SPI TV together a few episodes back, he started his web TV show, which went live both on YouTube and iTunes at the same time. And he's getting more views on iTunes as opposed to YouTube, which is so interesting because nobody talks about video podcasts, but there's still a lot of room and it doesn't take much. It just takes a separate hosting account to host those videos because you can't, you can't get an RSS feed from YouTube to then put on iTunes. You need to get an RSS feed, but you can only do that through a host. And we use, both of us use Podbean, P-O-D-B-E-A-N, because they have the best, or they have the best video hosting solution. 18 bucks per month, unlimited uploads, unlimited downloads and bandwidth, uh, which is fantastic. I think Vimeo Pro has another one that is similar, which also works out very well too. So Podbean and Vimeo.com for those, as opposed to Libsyn, which isn't so good for video, or SoundCloud, which doesn't do video, uh, the, the pricing plans don't work out quite as well as they do for Podbean or Vimeo Pro. Uh, so SPI TV's been doing very well, been very satisfied. A lot of people are very dedicated uh, viewers of it too, which is cool. And starting in the second half of the year, we're gonna come out with season two and we're gonna be more strategic once we get those books and courses coming out with where we draw people to or direct people to after those episodes as well. So again, you can see it all coming together. And even though SPI TV could have waited until this time, I think it was great to get a season under the belt to see how the workflow went. It went very well and it wasn't actually very much work. Caleb and I just did a lot of planning. Again, the whole planning beforehand thing has been working out very well for me lately. And what we do is, for example, in February, we filmed for March's episodes. In March, we just spend a day filming for all of April's episodes. Now, April's episodes were a little bit different because, or May's episodes were a little bit different because April was um, a lot of 
presentations and we did a lot of filming at New Media Expo and at Social Media Marketing World in order to get uh, footage for May's content, which was all about public speaking. Uh, so, so that went over very well. Uh, speaking of public speaking, the public speaking goals I had to just knock people's socks off at NMX uh, did did very, very well. And and to get the number of uh, public speaking gigs I wanted to get and the amount of money I wanted to get at the beginning of the year when public speaking, um, because I do it for a paid fee now, uh, met all those goals as well. Um, I will be doing some more public speaking in the future. I'm really excited to speak at podcast movement i'm doing the opening keynote and i have some surprises there for you too there will be no delorean unfortunately uh i i think i've tapped out on the delorean on stage entrances uh but uh, if you haven't seen that yet you can go to watch spi.tv and check out episode 13 or go to my youtube channel youtube.com slash smart passive income spi tv is there as well episode 13 is the full-length presentation with the Back to the Future Again movie starring me, written by me, about three minutes leading into me getting on stage in a DeLorean and then delivering a great presentation. I was actually very, very happy with how the content all came together because uh, it all started with the DeLorean. You know, it's 2015, 30 year anniversary of Back to the Future. And my big goal was, okay, what's something I could do that would just get people talking and and, and be re- help me be remembered for the longest time? And you know, getting the DeLorean on stage or driving up on stage in a DeLorean was was the big thing. And then to kind of create content around that was a little bit challenging, but I think it came together very, very well. I was very pleased with that. And that's a presentation I'll be doing uh, again in the future, maybe with a DeLorean, maybe not, but I won't be doing that one at Podcast Movement. I have a completely brand new one for Podcast Movement, which I'm really excited about. I'm also going to be uh, talking at Converted 2015. Converted 2015 Happens on October 20th, uh, and that's for Lead Pages. Lead Pages is having their very, very first conference, and I'm really excited. Lead Pages is just an amazing company. I'm an advisor for them, and they've just, you know, shot to the moon in terms of growth. And, uh, you know, I use them every day. They're, they're great. And so I'm really excited because it's taking place in Minneapolis, which I've never been to before. I know Mindy's there, uh, who's my assistant. We'll probably hang out while we're there. And, uh, you know, I love speaking in front of great crowds. I know it's going to be a great crowd and, and Clay and the team at Lead Pages always puts on good stuff. And so I can't wait to uh, be there on stage to, um, to, to hang out with them and, and hopefully be there with you if you're there too. Again, if you go to leadpages.net, you'll probably see information about Converted 2015 there. So I'm stoked about that. And then a lot of the rest of the year is dedicated to book writing. And these books that are coming out, they're going to be self-published books at first. I do have a traditional book kind of up my sleeve, and a lot of publishers have been knocking on my door wanting to work with me. And, you know, it's it's obvious that they know I have a big audience and a very responsive audience too. And I don't don't want to just take the first deal. And I want to kind of get this foundational stuff in place, these these workflows, these books and courses, which are very, very important to me and I know very valuable to those of you out there who are going to check them out. I want to get these done first before a traditional book goes in and then starts to potentially reach a bigger audience beyond what I can reach myself. And so I want to get these in place first. They'll be self-published. They will be on Amazon, uh, but they will lead into these courses and and, and other things as well. I'm really, really excited about it. Uh, But the traditional book, that can wait. That will always be there potentially. But the self-published books, I need to get them out. And I've been writing every single day to start uh, getting them out. I've, like I said, in episode one of SPI TV, 
I've, I've written tens of thousands of words. I've written tens of thousands of words since, and I'm continually working on more books. I'm working with a book coach, actually, to help and keep me motivated through this process because I do struggle with book writing. It's one of those things that, you know, I could write a blog post that's 5,000 words in a minute. Not a minute, but maybe a half a day. But a book, man, a book is a totally different beastly resource that I just, for some reason, hinders my writing a little bit. But I've been increasing the amount of words I've been writing each day. I've been writing about 1,000 to 2,000 a day for these books. And a lot of it still first draft, second draft quality, which means it's not it's not uh, to the point that's obviously ready for books yet. And a lot of it is just stream of consciousness and a lot of it is just stories that are coming off the top of my head. Anything that comes into mind, I write down. It's not always in the right order, but I gotta get it on paper. And that's the most important thing I learned. Just get it on paper. You can always rearrange later, just get it on paper. And I've been enjoying very much this writing process. Now, a lot of people come to me and ask, well, Pat, I know you struggle with book writing. Why don't you just have somebody else write the book for you? And yes, I could do that. I know people who've done that before. A lot of celebrities obviously do that. Like how many uh, celebrities have time to write a book and you know they're doing all this other stuff? Well, they get a ghostwriter to do it. To do it. And I'm sure a lot of celebrities do write their own books, but a lot of celebrities don't and they get ghostwriters. I know a lot of people in the space that I'm in also get ghostwriters as well, which is fine. But you know, for these books, the, the, the these are ones that I feel that I have to do on my own, at least this, these first few. And uh, I'm very, very proud of what I've written so far. And so just look out because there's some good stuff coming your way from SPI. Um, I know a lot of you who are longtime fans have been sort of waiting for the next big thing from me. You know, it's been kind of this repetitive thing with uh, blog posts, podcasts, and videos for a while, which is great. And a lot of people are getting value from it. I get tweets every single day from people who are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I found you. And that's amazing. I love you guys for that. Uh, but for those of you who have been longtime fans, Great, great changes are coming. Like I said, the team's focus is going to be on providing as much value as we can to you later half of this year and making things more cohesive, especially with the emails. Very, very disappointed in terms of where they're at now, but I'm very excited about where they're going to be, and I hope you are too. So again, I don't want to talk and just ramble on too much. We got a lot of great episodes coming up in the later coming weeks. I've interviewed a lot of great success stories that you're going to hear. You're going to get a lot of great tips from everything from copywriting to Instagram tips and just all, I mean, gosh, it's all over the place, but it's all great stuff that can help you. And I can't wait to share it with you. So thank you again so much for all of your support. I love chatting with you today. Hopefully you're going to enjoy the rest of your day and I will too. I'm actually, uh, can't wait for the rest of the summer because my family and I are going on a lot of trips, going to Hawaii, actually we're there right now. And also, uh, Australia, and my son's going to a few camps. He's going to chess camp. He's five years old. He's going to chess camp. He's also going to Lego camp. How cool is that? I'll be coaching soccer again too. I'll be training for my triathlon in September. I've been doing a lot of uh, biking, swimming, and running now. Going to be learning how to transition between the three uh, very soon. And uh, yeah, just, just still enjoying life, and I hope you guys are too. So enjoy your summer. Thank you so much. I can't wait to serve you in next week's episode of SPI podcast. I was I was going to say SPI TV, but I meant SPI podcast. Uh, I love you guys. Show notes are available at smartpassiveincome.com slash session 166. Mentioned a few resources here in today's episode, but again, more of just a just just a debrief, I guess you could say, or a state of the union address. And one thing I forgot to mention in a few of the most recent episodes is that you can actually now download the latest version of the SPI mobile application by going to smartpassiveincome.com slash app. If you go to smartpassiveincome.com slash app, you're gonna download 
the whether you're on an Android or on an iOS device, you're going to download the latest version of the mobile application, which allows you to get all of the SPI content from SPI TV now to Ask Pat, to the SPI podcast, to the SPI blog. You can filter through all those. You can only get one if you want. You can get notifications when new content comes out if you'd like. And just brand new, you can favorite content so you can come back to it later on this application. Makes it really easy for, for you to listen on the go. Uh, so check it out, smartpassiveincome.com slash app. I hope you've been enjoying the free podcast content here. I'm really excited because I, it's one of my favorite things to do, and I know a lot of you have already taken action from the content that you've listened to on the podcast. And if that's you, congratulations. Just keep going, please. It's one of my favorite things to see. But I also know a lot of you, and a lot of you have been telling me that you've been wanting more. You've been wanting additional information, some accountability, some hand-holding along the way. And so depending on what it is that you're looking for, what I would recommend is actually go to smartpassiveincome.com slash courses. You'll see the courses that I'm offering there that are paid courses, but they're there to help walk you through certain processes. Depending on what problem you have or what issue or what thing you're trying to solve, go there, check it out. You can see if there's a course available for you and where you're at in your business right now, whether you're just getting started and you just want to make sure you have all the right things in place before you actually devote a lot of time and effort into something. There's a course for you there. For those of you looking to get started with a podcast, there's stuff for you there. And there's going to be more courses there in the future. And how do I come up with those ideas for the courses? They come directly from you. So thank you for all telling me how I can help you better. And if you have ideas for more courses that I can create for you, just hit me up on Twitter at Pat Flynn. Let me know or uh, use my contact page on smartpassiveincome.com. But again, check out and see what's available, smartpassiveincome.com slash courses. That will be continually added to over time. So check it out. Thanks so much. I also want to thank another sponsor of this episode. He's been a sponsor of the podcast a couple times in the past. His name is Jordan Harbinger the host of the Art of Charm podcast. Yes, a podcast is sponsoring this podcast. This is something that's actually becoming very popular now, and actually I've gotten a lot of other podcast requests to advertise on the show here and, and become a sponsor. And I don't say yes to everybody, but Jordan is a great guy. I've uh, sat down and had dinner with him. Actually, we ate at a Chinese restaurant together at New Media Expo, and we actually chatted for a few hours. He's a great guy. We connected on a lot of great levels, and his show is awesome. He's been on the show before here, actually. In a previous episode, he's uh, been one of a fan favorite recently, and he talked a lot about networking, putting your best foot forward. I mean, he's all about the art of charm, and it's not just a show about you know how to land a date. I mean, a lot of people think that's what it's about, but it's so much more than that. It's both for men and women. I highly recommend you check it out. Theartofcharm.com, or you can look up The Art of Charm podcast on iTunes. I highly recommend you check it out. Jordan Harbinger, The Art of Charm. You'll love it. I also want to thank you for listening and for uh, spending some time with me today. I really appreciate it. I look forward to serving you in the next episode of the SPI podcast, but until then, keep hustling. Enjoy your summer. Love you guys. Take care. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com. So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI, and today I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point, so I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray, and in it, they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. 
These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure and it always finds a bright side. I really love it, and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it.